Welcome to the From Overwhelmed to Fulfilled podcast, where it's all about moving out of overwhelm and into fulfillment in your relationships, your business, your finances, your health. I'm your host, Selena Kipnis, a certified life coach and yoga teacher trainer. Welcome to episode 48, Peace in Chaos. So I'm just curious if anybody thinks they can hear me better, if the sound quality is any better, because I've had this mic sitting in my office for at least six months, actually it's been almost a year, and I finally pulled it out to record some videos for the mastermind portal, and I was like, let me go ahead. and use it. Although I don't really think you can tell the difference, but I'm just curious. So let's start with that. Also, how are you? Like, how are you guys doing? How is your peace? Just check in. I'm imagining different answers. Some of them possibly dealing with the fact that we're around the holidays, that maybe there are more external stress factors. Maybe your peace is suffering. Maybe you feel like you're in chaos. And I know for a fact some of you feel like that because we coach on it. So I have had some very personal experiences with peace and chaos this past week. I was coaching some of you on that also. And Hearing from one of my clients who that is actually her goal is to be more peaceful, which side note, people come in with intangible goals all the time. I think some of you think you need to come into coaching and like want to start a nonprofit. (laughs) And that's just not true. Like a lot of people just want to feel better. So this particular client who's amazing was telling me about her progress with peace and the topic of peace just keeps coming up like in discovering call discovery calls this week and i just knew that this is what needs to come out right now so on this episode i'm going to be giving you hope for some circumstance in your life where you feel like peace is just unaccessible for you maybe you have lost hope You feel kind of down about this circumstance or maybe you tend to go to the other end where you feel like enraged and you feel super angry about something and you're just like, I don't even feel like peace is accessible for me in this circumstance. And I'm also going to show you how I know without any doubt that inner peace is available for you regardless of your circumstance, regardless. People have all kinds of circumstances, all kinds of situations that can seem horrific sometimes on on the outside when we see it and they're still able to create inner peace. So I'm going to show you that it's available and I'm going to tell you exactly how I maintained my inner peace this week in circumstances where others did not maintain their inner peace. They didn't know how and I'm going to tell you what the differences were between my experience and their experience. Okay. So we have a lot to cover. (laughs) First of all, what is peace? So the definition of peace is freedom from disturbance. 
And so I think from meditation, from mindfulness, I kind of always envision peace as a lake. And when it's not peaceful, it's been disturbed, right? Maybe some motorboat has come through, maybe someone's splashing in the water, there's something stirring up the water and all this kind of murkiness comes to the surface. So I'm going to begin with my personal lesson of peace and chaos this past week. Now, of course, chaos is subjective, right? It's a judgment, it's a label. And even in this particular circumstance, I didn't perceive it to be chaotic at all, but the other person did, right? So the definition of chaos is complete disorder and confusion. The physics definition is behavior that's unpredictable and it appears random, right? And I think that probably triggers some thoughts for you in your life right now, just something that's unpredictable and maybe it's in a relationship or maybe in the world like what is going on in the world right now there is not a absence of war right which is in terms of like countries and peace it's the absence of war so this that's happening on the outside that's unpredictable Okay, so I'm using the word chaos because I think it's a word that a lot of you can resonate with and connect with right now. Now, you know that I love being vulnerable with you and open with you on the podcast. And I will be open and vulnerable with many things today, but I'm not going to share the specific details and I'm not going to share them because I don't want to. And I want to say that out loud because I want to normalize that being a reason for all of you. You can just say you don't want to. And that is your reason. And I think that as a side note, but it may be the one of the main takeaways from this episode today as you're in the holidays and all the shoulds are coming up and That can be your reason because I don't want to. So I'm going to share with you. I'm going to be vulnerable, but I'm not going to share all the specific details because I don't want to. Okay. So um, there was a situation this week with, with someone and we were both in the exact same situation. Okay. We talked about the situation afterwards and I realized our different perspectives on the situation. Now, this isn't like a brand new concept, right? You all have experienced this. Or if you have ever been in court or you hear different people's explanations of an event, it's like everyone has these these different ex- experiences, their own perspectives. So we know this in our head, but I don't think we really think about the power of our perspectives and that we can actually choose our perspectives because our perspectives are what shape our lives and it influences everything else. So we think our perspective, that it's just facts and that's not true. But if we don't know it's not true, we don't know what to do with it, right? So I realized through this, through a few very deep conversations that even people who may know this about perspectives, if they don't know how to apply this, this is the difference between peace and suffering. And when I was having this conversation with this other person, one of the conversations there, 
lips were trembling. They were shaking. They were deeply suffering. They had like a couple days later, like bloodshot eyes, like there was a lack of sleep. And it was so interesting to me because I was like, wow, I had a very different experience. Okay. So there, after the same circumstance that we experienced, they didn't sleep well. They kept ruminating about it, thinking about everything about their story and how the other person was so wrong and so bad at all of these things, right? That created all this stuff, the suffering. Now, my process was that I went to sleep and I slept well. I woke up in the morning. Now, pay attention to this part. You may want to jot this down because this is the practice, okay? So I wake up. I have an alarm on my phone that says peace practice. And I wake up in the morning. I do self-coaching, right? So the things that I do with you all who are my clients I coach you and I get coaching from my coach, but I also coach myself. So I coach myself. It's like brushing your teeth, right? You don't do it just once a week. I practice peace in my mindset every day. So I do the coaching and then I practice yoga and then I make breakfast for my family, right? So that I'm setting myself up for peace. So I coached myself through this circumstance that came up. I saw what was factual, the objective thing, and what was my perspective and my thoughts. And then I decided what I wanted to make it all mean. And this is the thing that a lot of you don't know how to do. And I didn't know how to do this, okay? So I'll tell you a specific, I'm like, it's, it's cold today. <laughs> I'm like, I need to put some gloves on. I'm starting to shiver. Um, so anyways, I will tell you a specific example of this. When I did not know how to do this, when I thought my perspective was like the cold, hard truth. It's not just thoughts. It's not just my perspective. It's true. This was a few years ago. And I'll give you a specific example. So with my mom, I would go to my mom's house and if she was moving around quickly, right? So this would be objective. She's moving around quickly. I perceive her to be flustered and then I make it mean, I used to make it mean that she doesn't want me there. Okay. And if you would have asked me, I would have been like convinced, like she doesn't want me there. And that's where some of you are at, where you're like, no, it's just true. But the problem is if you're not getting coaching, you have no one to call you out on it because it's in that one-on-one -on -one where it's like, let's really look at truth, at fact from fiction. So how could I know if it was true? What I learned through coaching and through the four agreements, if you're familiar with that book, I needed to ask. I needed to ask her, like, is it true? Do you not want me to be here? So when I started to apply this work of coaching and the way that I created peace for myself, I went into the house. That same circumstance happened. And I was so nervous to ask because I was used to 
assuming that that was what was happening, being sure that I'm right because my brain would look for evidence. See, she's barely making eye contact. See, she's moving around quick. See, she does this. She doesn't want me to be here. Now, my reaction would be to, I would feel sad, but I didn't know how to be vulnerable also. So my sadness would quickly be covered up by anger or withdrawal, right? It would be anger. And then with that anger, I would remove myself and just like, okay, she doesn't want to be here. I don't want to risk rejection. So I'm just going to avoid her. I'm going to go to the other room or I'm going to leave. Now I created that for myself where I thought she didn't want me there. So I ended up not being there. I wasn't present with her, right? So once I learned this work and I was getting coaching and I said, okay, I need to find out if it's true and I need to ask her. So I felt really nervous the first time I was like, okay, I'm going to ask her and you haven't done it before. So it's like, oh, it's so uncomfortable. And I asked her like, hey, do you not want me to be here right now? And I don't remember exactly how I said it. If I said like, hey, I have a story in my head that you don't want me to be here. Like, is that true? Or how exactly I said it. But she said, oh, no, no, no. I just have like this other thing going on. I don't remember what exactly it was, but she was like flustered about something else. It had nothing to do with me. (laughs) And I know a lot of you are doing that now where you're like, thinking it means something about you and you're taking it personal and you're losing your peace. And so that's what I had done before. But now I asked and she told me, and then I was like, oh my gosh, okay. Like that's not even true. So I was able to create that inner peace for myself. And that's just a specific example of doing that now, right? So Coming back to that example with this other person who was in the exact same circumstance and is an aware person. I mean, this person listens to this podcast. I love this person. They're amazing and they don't get coaching, right? So I'm never going to coach someone who I'm not in a coaching relationship with, even if I love them, even if I care so much about them, but I do ask them sometimes like, can I offer you something? And so I did that with this person. I said, can I offer you something? Can I offer you that maybe it's not true what you're thinking about this person? And they couldn't really access that because in their mind, they were so sure that they were right. And they were so sure that the meaning that they were giving to the thing was accurate. And I'm like, but what if it's not? What if that's not why they were doing it or their motives or whatever? Why don't you ask? And they just couldn't because they had spent at this point probably three days ruminating, finding the evidence, looking, focusing. And so all they could see, what you seek, what we seek, we will find. And so that's all they could see. They were just focused on how they must be right about that. So I invite you to think about a circumstance in your life where maybe you're thinking, and I know it's hard, again, when you don't have someone to call you out on it, to say like, okay, well, what's really going on here? But try, okay? 
and definitely if you're in coaching with me, let's work on it. If you're not, I will give you information at the end of this episode for how you can work with me. But pause and think about a circumstance, a person, a relationship, something where you are feeling disturbance. You feel like you cannot access peace. Okay. And just write out objectively like the facts about it and what you're making all of it mean. And then seeing if it's true, if you know for sure that it's true. And maybe you need to ask this person and decide what you're making it all mean. Okay. So remember, I made it mean that my mom didn't want me there because she was moving around in a way that I thought like she just doesn't want me here. Versus making it mean, I could have said, oh, maybe she's stressed about something, right? So whatever meaning we give it, that's what we're going to create for our life. If you listen to the mindset reboot, we talked about the meaning, the mindset that we have around stress affects our physical reaction to stress, whether stress helps us or hurts us. And you guys, like, I just want to shout it from the mountaintop so that everyone has this information because we all have inner peace available. And the only way it's available is through ourselves. We cannot change the external world and think we're going to find inner peace. Peace is a feeling, a feeling that is triggered by our thoughts. So if we are thinking that other people are wrong, that they are judgmental, that they are rigid, that they are this, whatever, these are the kinds of feelings that trigger frustration and inner turmoil. If we are thinking something like, okay, I'm going to see how I can learn from this, or I know how to manage my mind here, or I'm going to see if I can help them, right? What we focus on, that is then going to create more peace. So for me, like peace in my body, and I'm not, I don't feel inner peace 100% of the time, okay? Like I feel anger, I feel frustration, I feel all of those things. And I also know that I can access inner peace whenever I want. So write that thing down. Now, you have that, okay, set it to the side. We're going to keep like going back to that, hopefully. Um, the I wanted to share with you one of my clients and what she said. So I told you she had this goal that she wanted to be more peaceful, and that's what we're focusing on in coaching. And so I asked her, she's been coaching for a few months now. And I asked her, okay, like, how's it going with your inner peace? And her first reaction was like, oh, it's like a negative. <laughs> so I just want to, sometimes we go to that, like, just wiring of our brain of like to focus on what isn't there. And I was like, okay, tell me about it. And she was like, no, really? I, when I'm at a one, I can now get myself to an eight. So one is like extremely low and 10 is the highest. And she said that when she's a one, she can get herself to an eight. And I said, amazing. So how are you doing that? And she was telling me about her process and using her thoughts and and all the things that we work with in coaching. And I was like, what amazing power? Like, who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to know that they have control over their inner peace? That you can feel like you're at a one, like no peace, either hopeless or completely disturbed and enraged and know that you have the power to just sit down 
take a pause and work it out, journal it out, take the actions, you know the next step to do to create peace for yourself. Like who doesn't want that? And that's accessible for everyone. So if you have not read Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, read that book. Because talking about peace and chaos, and when you might like think it's not available, this is how I know without any doubt that inner peace is available for you regardless of your circumstance. First, because I coach people, I hear their intimate stories in their lives, and we're able to get them from not having the peace to having peace. But also this man who was in a concentration camp. He was in like the torturing, like the worst circumstance that you can be in. And he somehow was able to have peace in that. How? Because the meaning that he gave that experience, he decided to get curious about it, to be curious about the human beings who were there and what was motivating them and how they were operating. And he wrote about his experience and then wrote this book. So if you can access peace and meaning in Auschwitz, you can access it at home during the holidays in those challenging relationships or whatever it is. Okay. So I invite you to write out just one step that you think is going to help you to maintain your peace. I told you what I do. I told you, you know, the, my peace practice in the morning. So maybe that's something for you. And for those of you who are like, yes, this is what I really need right now. I invite you to schedule a call with me. Like, let's discuss it. Like, let's discuss the importance of coaching, of having someone else with you on the journey, you can send me an email to selenakipnis at gmail.com, S-E-L-E-N-A-K-I-P-N-I-S at gmail.com. And you can put in the subject line, peace, and then write your name in the body. That's it. And I will reply with a calendar where you can schedule a free call. And I'd be happy to really see what your challenge, like we'll pinpoint what it is that's really creating the disturbance and then what it's going to take for you to create that piece. And I was just thinking also about the value, you know, especially with this specific person who was in this circumstance, who I think is a very aware person. And I was like, wow, we're always just one like thought and one perspective from getting either on track or off track, right? And so that's why, you know, when some of you ask me, like, why do I get coaching? Like, I know all the skills, but this is why, because I can know it. But when I'm in my own swamp, right, or lake, it's harder to see the things. It's harder to see like, oh, look, you're getting off track here. What's going on, right? And so when we do this work on a regular basis, like we're not getting way off track. And if I would have been doing this kind of work before, I would not have gotten myself into a depression (laughs) because this was a 
big part of it. It was my perspective. There were other circumstances and hormones and, you know, being pregnant, these other things that do affect us. But mindset, perspective, our thoughts is so important. Being stressed out is optional. And I'm so passionate about helping people create more inner peace where you are is the perfect place to start. Like you don't need to have it all together. If you had it all together, like you would be feeling great. So please don't put your peace on hold because if you're not making progress in the right direction, a lot of times it ends up getting worse. And this is what I saw in that person's eyes. I saw, ooh, I know this place. I have been in this place of thinking that other people are wrong, feeling hurt by other people, feeling disturbed, feeling the stress, the like restless nights, the bloodshot eyes, the like the shaking on the inside. So do not put your peace on hold. Send me an email. I'm happy to help you. I hope you have a wonderful week. Last week I talked about consuming less and creating more. And so I'm really going to keep this topic of peace for the next few weeks to just go a little bit deeper into it. Okay. If there's someone who you really love, who comes to mind when you're thinking of peace, who you want to gift them this free episode to increase their peace, please share it. Okay. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Namaste.